Welcome, everybody, to the That Kind of Nerd Podcast. I am CJ Mellon. I am Brian Thornton. And I am Josh Burns. Welcome to our show. All right. Getting limber. I am. Out. I'm just stretching out. Just get. I'm just getting things ready. <laughs> I just got to make sure that I'm ready for this episode. Right. Uh, before we we get into the meat and potatoes of things, uh, again, uh, I kind of want to put out a call to all nerds. So calling all nerds, calling all nerds. We're looking for people to help write on our website, thatkindofnerd.com. We're looking for people that are interested in comics and movies and technology and Microsoft and Apple and Google. If those kind of things excite you, uh, we want to hear your voice on our website. Uh, it's very simple. All you have to do is go to thatkindofnerd.com. Go to the About Us page. We talk a little bit about what we're all about and what we're looking for. There's a contact form on the top of it and the bottom of it. You can read our biographies, our nerdographies, if you will, and find out a little bit about you know what kind of team you're coming into. Uh, but we're very interested in getting anyone to, to listen um, and anyone that will be willing to share their passion with the world. So come to our site, come check us out, and uh, come be part of it. So thank you in advance for anyone who uh, takes uh, time to, to fill it out. It's very simple. Indeed. Indeedy. So um, episode 10, can I just say, like, for me personally, this is a milestone episode. Uh, I feel I've like been, we should be playing uh, Green Day, Time of Our uh, Life. Yeah, no, but that's usually the end of things. I think uh, this is like the beginning. Oh, that okay. and I hate Green Day. How, how about the um, burning fire of a thousand suns? <laughs> how about let's uh, let's get it started by Black Eyed Peas. Not, um, I hate Black Eyed Peas as much as I. Well, hate not everything. That's, that's about also you, not Josh. the original lyrics, so I, oh, I, I can't I can't subscribe to that. I know uh, you changed lyrics on me. I I, I bow out. <laughs> I don't know, but I think I think it's fun. I think it's exciting. I think it's as fun and exciting as our first topic. We got some news that the Punisher may have just been cast in in the Daredevil series. Did I read this correct, Brian? Not not may have, sir. He he did most definitely get cast in. Uh, uh, he's going to show up in Daredevil two in our uh, season two. In fact, um, so that's it's just up. it's coming up like next year. Like they're they're really going ham on getting uh, these Netflix shows and getting Daredevil in particular um, off the ground. And uh, his name is John Berthanol, I think, if I'm not butchering the name. Um, You probably are, but it's okay. I probably am. Uh, And most (laughs) people people will know him from uh, Walking Dead most recently. He was Shane on The Walking Dead. And anyone who, uh, like me, despises zombies will know him from Grudge match with De Niro and Stallone or Snitch with uh, Dwayne Johnson, among other movie titles. Wasn't he also in The Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah, he was. He oh, was, you uh, know what else he was in? He was in, uh, we were just saying this last night, he was in Fury with uh, Brad Pitt. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was in Fury. So there you go. Many, many titles that are all better than The Walking Dead. Um, okay. It, it's great that you have an opinion that's uh, totally wrong with popular culture, but that's okay. Gee, what a surprise. It's just the number one show on television. Not the number one show on cable. Not the number one show that's available. It's the number one show on television. You should probably get into it because it's not about the zombies. It's about the people. You don't fear the, you don't fear the dead. You fear the living. Nope. That's ridiculous. I, I fear spiders. Uh, you you what you should listen i i think this is cool um this uh, how how do we feel about this do we feel that this is a good choice well i was gonna let you guys say what your piece about it before i ranted about it so go go ahead josh what do you think Uh, i love i love it the guy's got a he's got sort of a mean streak look about him um where he's capable of 
sort of a dark side. It just seems like just by the characters he's played and, um, you know, kind of a tough guy as well. So I, I definitely, I definitely think it's a good, a good casting. Plus he's, he's relatively young and fresh. He's been in a lot of stuff recently. People seem to like his performance. He's a believable guy. Uh, I think as Frank Castle, he'd be, he'd be pretty great. So I don't, and now they, they did say he's cast as Frank Castle and they didn't say how quickly the transition is made to Punisher. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, but, but, but it was just like, it was just like the Daredevil series well, itself. No, but I mean, you never, it could, it could be, it, it, maybe it's not until the finale. Right. But I mean, the Punisher and Kingpin had some showdowns. Oh, absolutely. Touche. So I'm excited. No, it, 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 yeah. Um, CJ, what do you, what do you think uh, of the casting? I, I think it's really cool. I'm, I'm just kind of, I'm reading a little bit on his background as well. Uh, and so here's something I would like as, as a personal story of, of the actor. Uh, he's, he's got this weird like nose set up because his brothers used to, you know, they used to fight all the time like brothers do. And they broke his nose so many times that it never set correctly, but he doesn't look like one of the Wilson brothers. He actually looks, you know, good with it. Um, I, I think it's this, if you watch the walking dead and if I'm spoiling something for you, you are way far behind his ability to go from calm to, Oh shit, calm down, calm down, buddy is amazing. And the range that this guy has is fantastic. And knowing very little about the Punisher, but knowing what I know, that's a important feature to have that stoic, you know, yep. Okay, fine. This is how it's going to fucking go down. But then at times when you just see red, you need someone who you will believe that when they see red, they don't they don't know what they're doing. And I think this is a great choice. I'm I'm really excited. I don't know how my wife's going to feel because she hates Shane in The Walking Dead, and she usually can't see past something like that. But uh, I I think this is going to be great. I think it's a good way to bring some some much needed violence too. I think he's going to handle it really well. Yeah. Um. So and I agree with you, CJ. He's got this uh, intensity in his performance, especially in Walking Dead, where you're like, you know, walking down the street and you're like, oh, tra la 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 la. Shane is fine, and then all of a sudden, like, something happens and Shane is no longer fine, and you're more worried about what he's gonna do than what some other people are gonna do. Um, and, and that's that's really, I don't think Punisher is like it turns on a dime like that, but Punisher is very intense when he needs to be like this guy need to needs to be able to you know hold a drill to some mobster's head and you gotta believe that he's going to just drill a hole right through him there's um, a, also not tra la 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 <laughs> he, he, will, he will never tra la 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 um so i'm i'm super super excited not only do i think he's got the look i mean frank castle is it's got the his should have that same rugged New York cop who's been hit in the face one too many times. Look, uh, but he he's definitely got that <laughs> the acting and the and the role uh, the roles that he's done before has definitely shown that he's capable of doing that kind of role. And it, it's going to be cool not just to see him and, and Kingpin throw down, but um, him and Daredevil have a, a plenty of run-ins where they have to team up, and then Daredevil's about to pull the trigger on some dirtbag cocaine dealer. And Daredevil's like, no, 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 that's not how we do things. And then they start going at it. So that should be really cool to see how the dichotomy between Charlie Cox's performance as Daredevil. He's very serene and very cool and very like, I don't want to say mellow, but he he's not like he's intense when he's got to be. But he there's that line that he won't cross. And, and Punisher there's, doesn't there's have that a, line. A really, 
There's a really cool scene in The Walking Dead, and part of this is with the directing of Walking Dead and how they do it, but part of it is the actor himself. Um, Shane is – he's just shaving his head, and it's just – there's no dialogue whatsoever. It's just watching this character shave his head, and he has this look in his eye. And as you watch the show, that's how it opens. You're just like, okay, well, he got bit. He's looking for a bite. He's going to die. He kind of feels that way. He knows that he's, he's going to die. And then as you watch the episode, they come back to that exact same scene. It's the exact same look, exact same cut. Nothing has changed. We're just replaying this. And the same look, he's also conveying now, oh, shit's going to go down. I'm a different person. And it's a combination of the directing, which I know is awesome on, on Daredevil, but also just how this actor with one look can convey so many thoughts. Did either of you see Grudge Match? No. No. I, didn't. I right, wanted so- to. He he played he plays the uh, the son basically the son of a strange son of Robert De Niro Robert De Niro's character, and what I thought was really cool in that movie was his ability to sort of uh, emulate or mimic the facial expressions and the characteristics of of De Niro, and I thought I thought well look if I mean this dude obviously he can he can do some of that stuff and he can character act and and that's kind of cool, but when I first heard he was cast for this role I thought. His ability to mimic or to emulate characters is going to come in handy here, and probably, like you said, that New York cop thing. He'll probably do some of that, some of that De Niro uh, squish face look, <laughs> you know, just because I mean, that, that's part of the character, right? What I'm what I'm also really kind of interested in is ha- knowing how Daredevil has been done. I mean, we thought Daredevil was violent, and we thought that it it had some badass character to it. I'm curious to see what Netflix is going to do with Punisher. Cause I mean, Punisher. Yeah, how, do probably, you, how do you ratchet that up? From yeah, brutal, exactly. How right. From go, brutal to super brutal. That, that's right, the thing though. Daredevil was violent, but it was, it was just the type of violence. Like it was just brutal street fighting. Like the, the best, the best description of it would be that, that hallway scene, not just because of like all the cool things that happen in it, but freaking Daredevil throws a mini fridge at some guy's face, and like <laughs> towards the end of that fight, it, the the real brutalness happens when they're both they're all just tired, and he still he like he stumbles, he gets up, and he just beats all these guys like with the force of whatever he has left and gravity, um, he's beating these guys into a pulp. And what we're saying is that's literally one of the best scenes in cinema. I mean, like. Right. Seriously, one of the best shot scenes. How do you do better than that? And you know they will, but like well, I'm, my, trying to, my point I'm trying to picture is, it in my head and be, I can't. My point being is that Punisher is um, more he, – he's got that brutal fist fighting you know, aspect to him. But he's the guy who like just takes out his gun and just pops you know, some, some guy in not, the face. Not – not when it comes to not when it comes to people who are responsible for the death of his wife. Yeah, and son. I was gonna say once once so, you get to those characters, it's he's not gonna that, he's yeah. gonna completely lose it on somebody. I don't think you'll see that happen. Like I don't think he'll address that in a Daredevil series. That's a something you do in a Punisher series. But that that's the genesis of, of that's the genesis right, of and that, the Punisher. That's what we're saying is that he's gonna be introduced as himself. Right, the season finale of Daredevil. Is the kickoff of the Punisher? Series. Correct. Yeah, that's that's what, what I see too. Yeah, exactly. I, so I I'm just imagine, I'm curious how they're going to do it. Um, I would imagine that IMDb has him listed as Frank Castle slash Punisher. I don't know if he's ever going to be the Punisher in the show. Maybe he might just be a New York City cop that you know hasn't lost his wife and family yet. We'll see. I, I'm excited to see what's going to happen. 
season it, finale. That's what I'm just, saying. I was just saying. I think it comes down to this. I think we're all excited about the casting. I think we're all very curious how they're gonna how they're gonna start the character because you're right. They're not listening to him as Punisher. They're listening to him as as before those events. So I think we're gonna see a different character, which is leading to Josh's point that we're gonna see a slight arc throughout this this character in this series, leading to what we all believe to be his own spinoff. And I cannot wait. I think it's exciting, and the way that Netflix is handling their series right now, I'm pretty darn excited. I th- I think that this is going to be fun. Yep, thumbs up. Uh, really great. Now this this happens to be on the same vein as, as comics, Brian, and uh, I want to no. I want to allude to you if I can for another minute. We're talking about we right now. What we're trying to do on the website is we're trying to have you help us with a weekly pull list of of comics. Uh, so I'm curious as to what you're reading right now. I know a lot's going on with the Marvel Universe. Can you tell us a little bit about the comic world right now and what, what's happening? Um, the the comic world, when when you're talking about, like, let's just stick with the main publishers right now, DC and Marvel. They're, right. I, I don't want to say they're in disarray, but they're in the middle of their giant summer events. Uh, and, and these events are, are notorious for shaking up the status quo, changing things, turning things on its head. And, um, well, DC just wrapped up their Convergence storyline, which for a really brief, brief synopsis of making something extremely convoluted, as simple as possible, uh, DC has been of the mindset that they have multiple Earths, multiple universes, and there's a Batman for each one. There's a Superman for each one. There's different versions. Uh, On one Earth, you know, Superman landed in Russia, so he is a communist. And on another world, Batman is an actual vampire and stuff like that. I refuse um, to accept any of these. Yeah, that sounds great. And, and and some of them are great. Some of them are, are cool little one-off stories. It's like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if Superman was uh, a communist? And no. it's cool for like a trade paperback and that's it. <gasps> so about uh, two years, three years ago now, they, they revamped the storyline and, and they did that new 52 push where they relaunched all their titles. And right. it pretty much they rebooted the timeline. They, they streamlined a whole bunch of things uh, with the story Flashpoint. And now in Convergence, it pretty much did away with all of that. So now – Wait. So they're just like – so listen, you've been spending a lot of time with this universe. Let's just trash it. And let's just move on to something else. It, so Convergence that, is days of future past. Right. Yes. It, yes, not, it is. It's not like trash. That That's the best – that's the, the good and scary part oh. about this is that it's not over. It still exists out there. It's another parallel universe. Sure. So, like days of future past. The, right. the thing is now, all these universes exist again. We're up for the past four or five years, oh, probably more. They didn't. You were very, like, everything was in one little box. So now everything's up for grabs. You can tell a story or read a story from any Earth, any timeline, any any time. It's exciting and a little scary at the same time. So so on the scale from one to nerd, you just went to super nerd. Yeah. So l- let me ask this. You as a- you asked it. Comics, this is the box you opened I did. Up I'm so – I know. I know. But it's so this crazy. what you wanted. If, I know. But if I'm a new – if I w- so I want to get into comics, right? And, and I'm sure there's other people who are out there. If I walk into a comic book store, what do I do right now? Do I say, should I wait for all this DC and Marvel resets to be done? Or can I jump into this now as a newcomer? So that way I can like see the origin that is going to be the new universe. How do I get into comics Honestly, if chaos is happening? CJ, I will tell you what I've told numerous people who have asked me in my life and who have walked into the comic book store and wondered where do I begin uh, because there is so much backstory. There's so much stuff. You just got to find something you like, find some character you like. If you like Iron Man because of the Iron Man movies, cool. Just grab it and go with it and just run with it. 
Well, my, my question is this. Since right now things are being reset, rehashed, redone, is this a good time to go ahead and do that? I think, is this a good time to grab a modern edition of a comic and say, teach me your ways, old comic book nerd? I think now would be uh, um, as good as time as any. Uh, it's not necessarily – now, DC's storyline isn't necessarily re-rebooting everything. It's more like just kind of opening up more avenues and more more stories for them to tell. Uh, Marvel okay. is talking about doing a, a more of a hard reboot where everything starts over again almost. Um, not that so like, right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. I was going to say so. It sounds like right now chaos is good in the sense that if you want to if you want to see different levels of a character, now's the time to jump into some comics. Absolutely. And when it comes to comic books, chaos is always a good thing. You may not like the story. It may for for a time there may be a, a bad moment here and there, but there's always uh, the end goal is always enjoyable. There's always something new and, and cool and different that happens. Um, and, and chaos isn't isn't always a horrible thing. And here's the best part about comic books: if they screw up, then they will just reboot it again. That, that's true. That's the best part about. That's the same it. thing with movies and TV right now. If if we kill off the wrong character, we'll just bring him back. Perfect example. They killed off Hawkeye, and everybody flipped out. Everybody got really angry about it. Uh, six months later, he was back. So it, it, it's it's one of these things where, like, hey, let's just see how cool it can be to tell stories a little bit differently. And if it works, awesome. If it doesn't, we'll just reboot it so, again. So does that also mean that right now the, the higher-ups of comic book land and, and the publishers are listening to hear reactions so if you as a fan don't agree with something, now's the time to give some feedback while they're working it? Um, I, I think, and from my experience of being a comic book fan, that they're always worried and, and not worried, but listening to their fan base all the time. When something doesn't up to status quo or, or something isn't, you know, done justice, they usually find a way to fix it, retcon it, tell a new story that will, you know, really kind of alleviate that kind of pain and pressure um that's the nice thing about comic books because they're such they're ongoing stories for the past 60 70 years now um they can they have that freedom to change things whereas movies and tv it's pretty much when it's done it's set in stone that that's really what it is um so no i'm sorry no go ahead go ahead no, I was just saying, Josh, you had talked in a previous episode about going to Golden Eagle Comics in, in Reading, and you had your pull list. You had a list that you always got. You got a big box of comics. Yep. When, when was the last time you picked up a comic book from a, from a shop? Um, for me, it's been, you know, uh, you know more than uh, – God, it's got to be almost 20 years. Um, so have have they done something like this in the past while you were reading comics? Like how did you handle it? No, man. When I, was, when I was reading comics, it – was the first time things were being done. Um, (laughs) No, I'm serious. It was, it was, you know, Todd McFarlane, Spider-Man. It was spawn. Number one. It was, I mean, that's, that's what was going on then. So are you excited to see the state of comics right now? After this all makes my head hurt very badly. (laughs) Let's take an Advil. No, I just don't, I don't, I seriously, I don't understand it. So I'm, I'm, what I'd like to do is I would love to get that. You know, it's, there's, there's a few lists online of, the best story arc. So in the past year, I have read the Nightfall story arc, House of M. But these are older comic books. These are older story arcs. So I would love to – I don't know anything about New 52, so I plan on diving in a little bit, and I'll get with Brian offline about that. So Brian's Brian's still working on it. We're finding a way to get this in the right format because we want to make sure that if you're new to comics, you can get this. And if you're a comic veteran, that, that this is not just – you know. 
repeating stuff that you already know a way to to kind of look at what's going on weekly in comics and what's going on so brian thanks for giving us some some comic news and yeah no and, yeah and, things got wibbly wobbly timey wimey <laughs> and yeah <laughs> I, and i'm going to be doing this article every week and we're going to i mean honestly I, i'm sticking to some of my like safe zones so honestly anybody who has any feedback like hey have you read this How, you know do you do you are you interested in this publisher or title by all means, let me know. I'll I'll pick it up and, and see what I think. Because um, right now, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I I've been t- holding closer to my Batman's and Spider-Man's. And uh, if there's something new out there that I should be checking out, by all means, let me know. Uh, email me or, or comment on the website. Toys R Us carries a whole series of uh, new adventures with the Eleventh Doctor. So I've been buying Christian those. Oh, oh yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. So it's. Obviously, they have the 12th Doctor comics, but right next to it, there's new adventures with the 11th because they're like, 12 kind of (laughs) sucks. We need more Matt Smith. That's just Josh's philosophy in life. (laughs) Can you just bring back Matt Smith? Uh, Matt Matt Smith and everything ever. I hear Matt Smith is going to be in the new Ghost Rider series starring Aaron Paul. He is. He is. He's going to be Blackheart. (laughs) I was going to say, who is he going to be? Come on, give him a part. Please, Josh, cast his entire movie. All right, so uh, I want to move on to our, our next topic here, and that's basically uh, uh, some of you want to know what we're currently streaming, what we're what we're working on. Uh, so I want to kind of open the floor. Uh, I want to do this. I want to get a progress report from Brian about Entourage uh-huh. and how how far you're into it, and uh, how how much laughter has expelled from your body. Um, progress report is. I think last time we talked about this, I was still in the middle of season two. I am at the. I just finished season four. Um, so I'm almost at the end. I think what I've was got, the season four finale. What, what was that? They uh, just went to con with Medellin. Oh right. So there, right. I just wrapped that up, and um, I think I've only got about thirty more episodes because the last couple seasons are very short. I think I've only got about thirty thirty five more episodes till the end. So I'm enjoying it immensely. Uh, I, I just continue to love Ari more and more every time every episode I watch. Uh, Johnny drama is, is getting a little <laughs> more tolerable for me. Mm, I, I was not a huge. Before it gets better. Yeah, he's he's going to go backwards in just a right. few again. <laughs> just a few Did you get? I, I I'm I'm curious as a comic book fan. Have you gotten to the part where the comic book world is playing into the entourage life? I always forget what season that is. Season like season two where he plays Aquaman. Oh, okay. That was season two. Yeah, really? yeah. No, that's I early on. Much later within the season. No, um, I, I, I love the episode where they go to Comic Con. That was that was enjoyable for me. Aquaman was right after Head On. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. It's his, his I next. I have to rewatch big, this. But, it's been a while. But yeah, um, no, I, I, the the kind of nerd, not even just with Aquaman. There's all sorts of kind of like geeky, nerdy, like undertones yep. through some, yep, right. through a lot oh, of absolutely. the stuff that they do. It's fantastic. I'm I'm all about it. Nice. That's because of Josh's uh, best friend in the whole wide world who always has to go see his movies, Marky Mark, and he's got a little nerd bone in him. <laughs> so are, are you, are you uh, streaming? Are you binging on anything else besides the Antarash? I'm trying – when I binge watch series things, I don't try to split my You're attention. You're a completist, aren't you? you I'm just a completist. Wanna... I start something. Okay. I got to finish it. And if I don't, then I'm never getting back to it. Case in point, I started Breaking Bad like a year ago. I got distracted by something. I don't remember what. And Doctor I have not Who? finished it. Doctor it Who. That's exactly Doctor what Who. I got distracted Actually, that's by. that's what it was. I'm sorry. I got distracted by Doctor Who. And, and I, I remember because I remember the conversation. Bad. You were you're going, 
Well, no, I I just I'm in the middle of Breaking Bad, and we're like, you can always come back to Breaking Bad, <laughs> right? Well, and here we are, like three years later. I haven't. I was just saying, the Breaking statute of limitations on you can always come back to Breaking Bad is about to expire on you. <laughs> I don't think yeah. so. So anyway. so yeah, I, I'm a completist. I gotta when I start something, I gotta finish it. And when I enjoy something as much as I'm enjoying Entourage, I'm I'm not watching anything else. Nice. Josh, what are you working on right now from, from your uh, just, vision perspective? I just wrapped up Parks and Rec. Um, How did you like the ending of that? Because it should have ended the previous season. They like brought it back for one additional. The, so the ending, I, I really liked that the, the ending was three years in the future. Right. And they're talking about all this crazy stuff that happened. Um, <laughs> that was. Cool. I, I love the John Hamm cameo. I lose yeah. my shit the, when the I John see Hamm that. The John Hamm cameo was cool. I, I thought that the... The series finale was incredibly well done. Yeah, absolutely. It was funny and it was, you know, there's uh, it was emotional, but it was very just very cool. Um to, and I liked uh, the character development that happened uh especially through the series with uh, Amy Poehler's character Leslie Nope because I'm not a fan of Amy Poehler, but they did r- a really good job with that character. Um Chris Pratt's character is fantastic, and, but <laughs> it's the whole good. every I think everyone in the series really developed well. So uh, I can't say enough good things about Parks and Rec. You should definitely check that out. I've moved on. I, I wrapped up Parks and Rec uh, last Sunday or or this Monday. I can't remember which. In, in the past week, uh, I'm I'm now on episode 25 of the first season of 30 Rock. And wow, I have not laughed once. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> As not a matter of fact, uh, Alec Baldwin's not doing it for you, man. No, he's funny. He's very different in season one. As, yeah, as he, I, he's not, he's not as much. I'm weird waiting. Guy. I'm, I, I know he's going to get more ridiculous, and I'm waiting for that. Um, My favorite just, thing is when they when they start. So like he's on that GE path, and then Cable Town comes in, and I'm not there yet. So I know, I know that stuff just gets funny. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, uh, I really don't like Tina Fey. I don't like anything she does or says. I don't find her funny. I'm going to find something that you did like that Tina Fey was involved wait, in. Wait, wait, wait. As didn't like a writer like or something. Girls? No. You didn't like Mean Girls? No. Okay. I, I mean. Have, have we met Josh? I, just, I've used the Mean checking. Girls reference. I Like, I get what it's about. Because I know I know he does the references. I was just making sure. Right, but it's neither, like Neil it's, Flynn's in that. You can justify it with Neil Flynn. It's neither funny nor good. But, I mean, it's there and. Rachel McAdams is hot, I guess, but other than that, she's a little, little young in that movie. No, she was eighteen at least. Bro. I said a little. I didn't say completely underage. Well, there you go. All right, so Thirty Rock, the legend—you're just kind of dragging it, and just all left sometime. <laughs> no, and that's look. I I want I want it to be funny. It's not funny yet. So hopefully it gets funny. Uh, I'm gonna give it. How many seasons are there of this miserable uh, show? Um, yes. Like, Five or six, I think. All right, so I'm going to give it till at least season three. And we'll see where I'm at there. I have been peppering in. I've been peppering in episodes of Scrubs and Breaking Bad just to keep my spirits (laughs) up. Just a palate cleanser. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, I mean, I'll I'll get I'll get there. I just don't I haven't yet found it funny. So uh, my my streaming endeavor has has turned to to two ventures. I have one that I'm doing with my wife and then one that I'm doing solo. So once my wife falls asleep on the couch after her long day and I can't sleep, I'll, I'll put something else on. So my wife and I are rewatching Boy Meets World. 
Uh, and let me tell you, excellent choice. It's a great like. That's first such off, a great we're show. so happy with doing this, and it all started because I made uh, my wife watch a Girl Meets World, uh, and there was an episode where Eric uh, finally you know comes on for an episode, and um, I'm like, yes, that's great. Who's, who's Eric? Uh, Eric Corey's brother, his who's older Corey? brother, the main character. Uh, his, Corey's boy. Okay, gotcha. Corey, Corey is boy that he meets the world throughout the series. Yes. Okay. Sorry. I was like, what? what? Well, no, he, 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 so then you've we, never we seen. Watched... Boy, uh, that makes sense. You've never seen Boy Meets World. It, he, no. It's probably like after his time or something. Yeah, right? that is true. He was, was not a teenager when we were CJ. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Right. He wasn't you, you learning had, about the you, world. You had you had man. You had man meets cave. Right. That's how that. I, that's I had that uh, I had the Wonder Years, my friend. Oh, I just I finished that a long time ago. Anyway, uh, but um, this is the fun part. Uh, Girl Meets World. Uh, Eric Matthews makes a cameo, and he's in uh, this weird beard, and he's all like crazy. And then what's funny is if when you watch the first season, or one uh, one of like the last seasons of of Boy Meets World, Eric in a, like a flash forward sequence is wearing that exact same outfit. So they called it back in Girl Meets World. And Jenny just lost her mind seeing that these two shows were connected like that in the way that they were still holding true. So we started watching it. And I'll tell you, I have a damn different perspective on this show. Feeny is a dick. Like, Feeny is an asshole in the first, like, season and a half. In, like, the first season, but as they, Just like, a huge prick. No, but later later on, he's, like, Yeah, later mentor. on, but, like, I, when I watched season one and two, when I was a kid and I'm watching Boy Meets World, I'm like, you know, Feeny's stern, but, man, that guy's he's so wise, and I want to be just like him. And now I'm just like, that guy's an asshole. He's just, like, a know-it-all prick, and he's really mean. And the dad is killing it. The dad is phenomenal. I, I watch the show now for the dad, and I don't know if it's because I'm I'm a dad myself and I'm changing my perspective and the way I think. But God damn, man, he's killing it! Uh, <laughs> so I'm just I'm so excited for that. The second thing I'm watching is I just got done with season one. I'm just in literally second uh, episode of season two of Castle. Oh, so good, That's so good. Did Castle happen during the writer strike? Um, no, it. it- no, it, it ended because they did like ten episodes in season one. Yeah, it was it was, like it was one of those things where two. like it's one of those things where they do like it's probably hey, a fall. It was probably a fall season. It was like a late okay. fall premiere, and they were like, "Let's see how how this works." And it, it was a huge hit, and they're like, "Well, let's bring it back for real seasons now." Yeah, because yeah, they so did like this. Good. Like the reason I thought it was during the writer strike, and this is the problem when we binge watch things is when the writer strike happened, shows came and went. And things were kind of weird and put in limbo and things were rushed to a hurry so that when they came back, Dr. Harbaugh's single like blog came out. Right, right. But when they, when these shows came back, they had to do like, here's a recap because there was no Netflix or something that you could watch beforehand. DVR wasn't really kicking around. Uh, so I just I saw that. it's It's been phenomenal. And something that I may add to my streaming queue and something that I thought was interesting, and Orange is the New Black Season 3. Yeah, it comes out. Just it, No, it's already out. They I know, I know, it. I know. I'm just like, I'm so, uh, I, like, the second season was so bad. It was pretty And tough. I know I have to watch Season 3. I have to at this right. point. I'm, I'm bought in. Right. So I, I have to watch it. I'm, I'm not at all looking forward to it. <laughs> you and know what I think I'll do? I think, I think I'm going to. Rewatch Cheers or Night Court or something, <laughs> just to just to add some joy to my life. Just, like yeah, I was gonna say, Night Court for the for the theme song alone is worth watching. 
You're not you're not laughing at Thirty Rock. You're putting no, Breaking like, Bad. You know, in, hold on, you're putting Breaking like, Bad into your palate cleanser, and then you want to put you want to put uh, Orange Is the New Black right, in. Right. It's if you don't have something that's in humor, we're gonna find you somewhere. Just night, go a little bit of ball. Night going, court. No. I think it's Night Court. With the, I'm, I'm telling you, with John, little John Larroquette in your life. Josh, if you if you want a show that's just gonna make you feel good and laugh and a good story and captivating performances watch chuck no. it's fantastic yes yes nope can we please i don't put that care on your if i need watch to list. clockwork no. orange you to make you watch the show you have to watch it nope and that would have doing the clockwork orange thing has the reverse effect not the yeah you actually hate the thing that you're watching you don't right. like it makes the thing you vomit watching Right. Well, once watch you get a clockwork orange episode, again, he'll be fine. Oh Jesus, my God. Brian, come on! I'm not gonna watch that again. I want to slip my wrist after the first not, time. It's an amazing movie. Wakey, wakey! Eggs you want to talk bakey. about depressing? <laughs> no, I don't want to talk. Never mind. I was gonna make a comment. Decided against it. Good man. No, I want to talk about awesome things like stuff coming to your area or stuff coming locally to us that we could maybe sink our teeth into as nerds. Like perhaps uh, I don't know if you've heard this traveling thing. It's very low key, by the way. This this budget for this thing is is just atrocious, uh, and I mean that with the utmost sarcasm. Uh, the Marvel experience is rolling through, y'all. Yes, uh, they're gonna they're gonna be in Philadelphia from uh, June nineteenth to the July fifth. They're heading out to Chicago from July eleventh to August second. New York City is getting August thirteenth to August thirtieth. And then they're wrapping up in St. Louis from September 5th to September 20th. So a very wide net that they're casting. Uh, tickets go from like $25 to $45. So this thing is not going to break the bank for you to go through. And really, it's it's all about a super immersive, hyper-reality experience of getting into Marvel where you're basically a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. So you can register in. You get a S.H.I.E.L.D. ID. You get a whole experience um, it, it looks pretty damn exciting to see some of these characters off of the screen and maybe in a more immersive environment, kind of on par with some of like the theme park stuff that they have at Universal Studios. Um, Josh, have you looked into this at all? Have you seen this? I this have. Kinda- I have. And I'll, I'll say this. There's uh, the initial reaction from a lot of the people I know is, oh, we're going. And then I thought immediately, these are all drunk people that are going to go to this thing. So I'm I'm not I'm not going to be taking my kids this time around for sure. However, I will say this. For those of you who are in the Philly area, are interested and want to see this thing but maybe don't want to be around all of the Philadelphia unfriendlies, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um if you go on a Saturday towards like the you know, it launches uh again June 19th CJ till July 5th, right? Uh, your- I'm I'm you sorry, th- I have to reload the... You have three Saturdays. Uh, June 19th to yeah, July 5th, correct. That you have three Saturdays in there. Um, most of the unfriendlies, those last two Saturdays, will be in Wildwood. So go... That's true. Go, you know, one of those last two Saturdays or Sundays, you'll be able to go enjoy yourself without all of the, uh, you know, the crowd that you don't want to see from Philly. So, so let me tell you what this is a little bit for people who haven't done some homework on this. Uh, basically, you're taking a journey through a... a a 3D, 360, stereoscopic, full-dome projector theater. Uh, and what you do is a, a motion ride and where you battle the Red Skull, and you battle Hydra, you uh, scale buildings with Spidey, you smash villains with Hulk. Uh, you even get to do some vision, uh, some vision and Iron Man shenanigans within that. 
Uh, and it's so immersive that you really feel like that you're there. So huge nerds. Um, it, it's a great opportunity. Kids, this is geared towards kids in mind as well. So this isn't something that only adults can do. So this can become a family bonding nerd experience. Yeah, Brian, it, it is a family thing. Brian, I, yeah. I, I need both hands where I can see him at this point. <laughs> Good man. Shut up and take no, my man. money. <laughs> I'm going. The, I don't know when, next, but I'm going. Uh, the next thing that we're looking at that's on your calendars is uh, Steel City Con, uh, which is August 7th through August 9th uh, in right, out, right outside of, of Pittsburgh. It's in uh, Monroeville. It's, it's yeah. Monroeville, thank you. Uh, there's a convention center there. This is one of the largest uh, cons in the U.S., short of, I think, San Diego Comic-Con. They have 100,000 square feet of convention space, uh, 750 vendors, uh, Q&A panels, uh, celebrity photo ops. Uh, I mean, ton, tons and tons and tons and tons of stuff. Uh, it looks really convenient, really lo- – I mean, like, Phil- uh, Pittsburgh for us is not a huge drive. No, and I've been I've been to Pittsburgh uh, quite a few times in the past couple of months. So I, I can say this. It's just over four hours. I don't mind driving it. We should all just pile in my car and go. Yeah, they can have I touch a single- the bags in the back. <laughs> <laughs> they have a single day and three day passes available too. And this, you know, we're talking. We have the plan, and and we're thinking. Well, but about think this- about like think about that twenty bucks, right? To, to yeah. go up there, it's all right. So you're not going to go on a Friday if you, if you're from the eastern part of of PA, Jersey, New York. You're probably not going to go on Friday, but. Get up early on Saturday, right? It's a four-hour drive, four and a half. You get out there for 20 bucks per person. You can hang out for the whole day. Right. And drive back happy. So, I mean, so what, what Josh is saying, because I want to give some prices to it's 20 bucks per day. So if you do Friday or Saturday or Sunday, it's 20 bucks. If you're going to go for all three dates, it's only $40. So, I mean, like, it behooves you if you're going to be in that area to not just do the entire con. Even if you go for two days, it's 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 pretty awesome. And their lineup is it's pretty awesome. I saw Adam West is making – Brian, you, you kind of went a little ham on I, the list of people. I did go ham. I've met Adam West before. It was the single greatest experience I of my life. Of, of, course, of course you have. <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? I met him at another con of some of sorts. Uh, mm-hmm. No, Adam West and Burt Ward are going to be there, which are the Batman and Robin from the 60s. Um, I saw the Karate Kid is going to be there, and, and I don't mean Ralph Macchio. I mean Billy Zapka. The, you mean the but actual Ralph Macchio will the, actually be there. The, the actual, actual Karate, karate kid, kid, but Billy Ralph Zapka. Macchio will also be there as well. Um, uh, what's her name for chasing Adam, Amy? Josh, Joey Lord, and Joey Lauren Adams. She's going to be there. Thank Brett, the good Lord. Bret Hart's going to be there too. Hey, the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, there's there's some pretty cool people uh, who are going to be here. Um, Adam West is worth price of admission alone in my book, but that's just me because uh, I just find him so damn entertaining. If he's actually as batshit crazy as he's portrayed on The Family Guy, I want to see that <laughs> chasing you know, around the I, noid along the con. I just kind of, yep. I just kind of hope so. That's one of those wishes where you're just like, are you, hey, really, are are you really that crazy? <laughs> or, right. Yeah, listen, no, I, you can break character. Just tell me. I, just I really know. I really actually want to make this happen. So whatever we need to do, boys, to make this happen, it'll be my first con. I uh, yeah, the drive, to, the drive to Pittsburgh is a really easy one for those of you who maybe live a little bit further away, but have friends or family in Pittsburgh or you want to come out. If you're going to drive into Monroeville, 
Don't try to stay in the Monroeville area when there's a con going on. Stay 25 minutes away in an area called Tarentum. It's cheaper. So what I mean, what we're getting at is this is a great opportunity if you're in the, the Pennsylvania area or close to uh, Pittsburgh to really kind of jump up. We may go. And, and if, if you want to maybe see that kind of nerd, you want to see us, meet us, say hi. Hit yeah, us, hit us up face. on Twitter. Let's meet up, man. Yeah, seriously. Let, let, let's see. Let's see if we'll make this happen because um, this seems pretty exciting. So uh, here's the other part. If you have any uh, nerdy things or nerdy events going on that you know of that you want to plug or you want to let us know. We're not talking uh, about the, the cookout I'm having at my entourage-style house, right? Because that's kind of you mean You mean where the, the male-to-cat ratio is extremely yeah. low? I was, trying to keep that, I was trying to keep that low-key, dude. I yeah. don't want it to be a sausage <laughs> fest up there. Yeah, no, I wanted, I wanted that to be A-list. I wanted that to be A-list people. But you know what? You're a listener of that kind of nerd, aren't you? Yeah, you are. You're welcome. Come on down. <laughs> I'll cook you a brat. It's yeah, they'll be delicious. And if you're not in a bratwurst, you get out of here and you stop listening to our show right now. Please don't. I love you all. Please don't leave me. After uh, after lunch, we there will be uh, there will be Quidditch. <laughs> Brian's Brian's place has its own Quidditch pitch. We we will we'll take a, a picture of you jumping in midair with a broom and you and, ah! and we'll just take a picture of that. So the cons, That'd be lame. Let's make it happen. So yeah, listen, and if you have an idea, we're, uh, just email it at podcast at that kind of nerd dot com or hit us up on Twitter using TKON events as a hashtag. Uh, just let us know what's going on. We'll plug your stuff. We have absolutely no problem uh, doing that. So speaking of things that I have problems with, uh, we're at the bar the other night. Uh, trick, uh, trick, Patrick's. Uh, Wow, I can't speak today. Patrick Tricolo, my hetero life mate, life mate. And, and Facebook proclaimed soulmate. Uh, yes. Look, turns, looks, go ahead, go ahead, me. Josh. I'm just going to tell. I'm just going to say it. Please. Turns to me and says, hey, man, what's your favorite song of all time? And I, I, I remember distinctly saying to him, "What you, you can't possibly expect me to be prepared to answer that question. What kind of question is that? And how dare you? And who are you to ask me that kind of question? Here's the thing. I don't think it's fair to ask anyone, what is your favorite whatever? I can't, I can't possibly, especially, you know what? Give me a week's notice in writing if you want that kind of, <laughs> like, if you want me to, I'm going to need advance notice to give you, because I'll, I don't know why, but the only thing that flooded my head was uh, the, the, Songs uh, from the Tool album Undertow in 1993. I was like, I don't know, uh, Sober, uh, Prison Sex, uh, Crawl Away. I don't know. It's got to be one of those three, right? That's all I can think about. And then like an hour later, we're talking about something else. And I'm like, damn it, I forgot all about Pink Floyd. So it's one of those things that after someone asks you that kind of question, and, and if you do supply an answer, not even 10 minutes later, just like, no, fuck, wrong answer. I, actually, I gave you the wrong one. He asked me the question. I got all kinds of anxiety. I vomited twice, and then I just started babbling <laughs> uncontrollable because I can't. How how do you ever expect me to answer a question? What is my favorite? Whatever, it's unfair. Unfair. <laughs> so so I want to I want to I want to pose some questions to you guys, and uh, I gave you zero prep time on purpose for this. But I want to I want to get your opinions on this. If you are trapped in a room with with no escape. Cannot get out. There's no windows, no doors. You're just stuck like a sim in a room, okay? And you can only listen to one song. And and here's the the, the caveat to it. It's not blasting you. It's not it's not. It's controlled with your thoughts on how loud it should be. But you will always hear it. 
what song would you like to be trapped in a room with? I'll give you I'll give you my answer so that way you can go ahead and think about it. It'd be Otis Redding sitting on the dock of the bay. Uh, because it's so great that I would listen to it over and over and over again, but good enough that I could tune it out and still not go batshit crazy uh, or crazier because of the same song. And it's got a great whistling section because what song doesn't have whistling that isn't great? I'm trapped in a room and I got one song. You got one song. It's playing through an intercom. You can't ever turn it off. The song Uh, that doesn't end by Lamb Chop. <laughs> no, are you fucking kidding me? No, you would be insane. Of course, yes. of course, I'm kidding you. <laughs> this is the stuff that never uh, all right. So the only thing that comes to my mind is the only thing that's in my brain is "Hey You" by Pink Floyd from the Wall. You want that to be your song to be? I don't have another. That's all. You can't do this to me. <laughs> it's I'm in a room by myself. I just to and, see the real world reaction. And the thing that this. I think of is "Hey You," where the dude's basically by himself talking to people on the other side of the wall. So yeah, that's the only song that's in my head. You piece right. of shit. <laughs> all right, Brian. How about you? Um, he already said the lamb chop. No, song. no, that's it's it. not. It's not. No, it's you're stuck. Go crazy, you're locked sir. in. I'm not locked in. This isn't my final answer. Uh, Here Comes the Sun probably would be the only song. Oh, okay. All right. By the Beatles. Yeah, of course, by the Beatles. I'm sorry. I didn't think I needed to specify. No, no, it's a cover song by by Tool. Been covered a million Uh, times, and Tool would have done an amazing job with Here Comes the Sun. Sorry, the the, the Rihanna remix of Here Comes the Sun. That's what I want to listen to. Your funeral, brother. No, here's another one. The one by the Beatles, yes. Here's another one. You're, You're trapped in this room. Don't you dare say movie. And you do only have You son one of a movie. bitch. <laughs> See, I got Josh mad with music. I got to get you mad with movie. What what movie do you watch for eternity? What's do yours? You, mine, I'll go with The Mask by Jim Carrey. The Breakfast Club. I refuse to Ooh. answer this question based on principle. Nope. No. You must, you must, you must supply an answer. Spit I, it out. I, I refuse. I don't have one. You I, have to pick one. I just I said the Breakfast Club. One. You are right, here. Worked here. Let, me you, on, let me tell you. I've let seen me, thousands let, of movies and I own a thousand movies. Let, you let can't me feed make you. me choose one. You can't make let me. Let me feed you why this is okay. Because if like, you don't me, choose one, I'm going to play old boy for you over and over and over. <laughs> Did, wait, the original choice. or the remake? Yes, is the answer to that question. Okay. So, Brian, here's, here's my thought to this The Mask is hilarious, so I can laugh. It's got younger Cameron Diaz in it, so it's, it's got some sex appeal to it. And I know pretty much all the words to it, so I can act it out by myself and still have a great time. All the same reasons why I said The Breakfast Club. So Because you laugh, you cry, you're tough, you're a jock, you're a nerd, you're an outcast, you're a prep. Here's the reason why I think that's a dangerous movie for you, for you just for you, Josh. Is at the end of that movie, right, and you feel successful and like, yeah, and you put your fist up in the air. While the music plays, at the end of it, you're going to be motivated to try to find a way out of that room, and it's going to be futile. I'm gonna no, I'm gonna crawl across the. Thing, oh no, you're not. And I'm out. gonna fall into utility closet. No, you're not getting out. I am. This and then I'm gonna have to find out. my way around the whole school back to the library. I am John Bender. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brian, you've dodged enough. We've given you enough time to to run through your IMDb in your head. Uh, Supply us with a movie. I'm just going to say this and I'm going to get like six text messages on Monday that why did you what? No, you should have said this movie. And it's not. Oh, damn it. Spit it out. I, I, I my gut reaction says uh, today, Junior. My gut reaction says back to the future. That's good my gut. Reaction. Oh, good. 
That's no, I'll, I'll allow that. That's fantastic. Okay, the, this question we're going to get to the end of the par- this podcast, and I'm like, shit, I should have said that movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next question I'm lifting straight from the the Chive podcast where they have uh, some questions that they ask their guests. So assuming that your uh, music has stopped, your movie will no longer play, and you are slowly drifting into madness, what is one person, living, dead, fictional, or otherwise, that you would like to have a conversation with until the end of days? Who is the person that you would like to be trapped in a room and have a conversation with? can be anybody, fictional, whatever. Go ahead. Oh, you want my answer for yeah. this? Yeah, you I'm, started I'm, this. I, I'm still, I'm still kicking this around. No, too bad. I, I, no, and and what I've what I've landed on, and I, I will change my answer. I know uh, as soon as I listen to this again on Monday, is I will be trapped in a room with, and I'm still indecisive about a Jim Carrey, uh, because he, not only will it just be great just to talk to him and maybe riff off the mask and hey, I watched that, and we can just reenact this together, and I can be every other part, and you can be you. But also, he like studied Andy Kaufman well enough that he was. You would want to be Cameron Diaz. Uh, yeah, I'll, I would love to be Cameron Diaz. Just, are you just making sure. I was in Charlie's Angels. In, in this mythical Lou. scenario, you are talking and making out with Jim Carrey. Just so you know, uh, I'm okay with that. I'm okay. drifting into madness. Okay, all right. So I'm cool with that. Uh, and then also, you know, he's, he was Andy Kaufman method acting. So I could even talk to Andy Kaufman. I could talk to a variety of people being trapped in a room with Jim Carrey. Can Brian, I'm going to go. Um, Brian, I'm going to go to you. <sighs> Who would you like to be? You're the worst. In a room with from all you're the worst kind of person. I'm so glad I didn't give you any notice for this. this. As soon as Josh gave me this topic, I was like, "Yes, this is why so screw with them. we can't have nice things." Yep, and we're gonna get ants if you don't answer this question <laughs> and quickly. You're do the you, reason you why ants? I drink at night and <laughs> all of that. Um, Listen, don't spit on my cupcake and tell me it's frosting. Give me an answer. I I don't have an answer. I've never actually thought about this. This is the first time I've ever would, like, oh, if I would you want to be trapped in a room with like Stan Lee or Peter Parker? Someone like that? I, I, say Kristen Bell, dude. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, anyway, what the Wait, hell? Whoa, 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 whoa. Is there a chance that I might get lucky with Kristen it's, Bell in this scenario? Remember, this person is not real, so it's all up in your little noggin here, buddy. Well, if it's all fake, then what difference does it make? Because you're slowly drifting to madness. You need a companion. Why don't I... Haven't you ever watched a single episode of Doctor Who to know that you need a companion? Right, I, I know, but, but if I'm drifting into madness and this isn't real, can't I make this person change to whoever I want it to be? It's one person. Why does it have to be one person? Why are you complicating Brian, the rules? Brian, can you, can you, pick, can you pick one person? <laughs> Jesus. This, I, I'm just saying, your, your rules make no sense. Um, I, this I think, whole thing makes no sense. That's the point. I think Stan Lee would be a lot of fun to, to sit in a room with, but I don't think for eternity. I don't think I could talk to Stan Lee well, forever. Well, too bad you just said Stan Lee, true believers. You heard it right here. <laughs> you're lying. Fine, Stan Lee. I'm locked you're in. locked in. Excelsior, Excelsior, you're there. Enough said. Burns. Burns, you're, you're trapped in your room. No rules, right? No rules? Whoever you want. But only one person. Want. But only one person. Uh, it'd, it'd be Laura. She's she's uh, she's Amy Pond to both my 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 doctor and my Rory. So it works both ways. Will she nag at you if you don't keep your, your shit room just got real? She, CJ my, was not Laura, prepared for that. Laura doesn't nag at me ever. Oh, OK, that's true. You are Josh Burns. That doesn't right, happen to you. Right, <laughs> right, right. I'm, I'm sorry. Were you trying to nag and move on? <laughs> Just move along. Peasants. No, if, if, I had, if I had to pick one person to drift slowly into madness with, it'd be my wife. All right. Oh, that's so sweet. Such a great way to end that. But listen, that brings really, and this is the reason I asked, it's just as soon as I saw the rage in your face, once you were telling me the story with You with thought, Patrick, you know what I'm going to do. I was like, I have to pull the bear off. even more. Mm, thank but you for that. 
<laughs> You're welcome. Uh, but it, this is this happens to nerds all the time. I know this happens to Brian when it comes to comic books and movies. Uh, happens to me with actors and you know and, and 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 things like that. And Josh, God, I know it happens to you for anything because you're like sports teams and players and yeah you're a huge giants fan right i'm gonna kick you in the face (laughs) i i actually have a picture of you celebrating when you found that we finally got you the best giants logo on your phone uh picture of you celebrating hands in the air i remember you were so happy i i think i remember the video distinctly having me freaking out i had a picture calling all of you sons of bitches It didn't lead to the origin of probably the best group chat in existence. It sure did. Uh, thank you for that wonderful experience. I thought this was fun. Um, listen, did you have anything that you want to say more about people asking you these kinds of questions? No, although, no, I, I think that I think that lists are fun. And I think that, it, and, you know, in a way, CJ, being put on the spot like this is fun, too, because I, I'm forced to think of the first thing and spit it out. And that's usually your genuine reaction. So I just, it's the mentality of like, if you try to flip a coin to figure out an answer to something while it's in the air, you usually figure out what you really want. Yeah. I just, I just let the first thing that come to my mind be the answer. And that's, I'm okay with that. I'm at peace with that. Until, till tomorrow. No, I'll be fine. I'll be fine tomorrow too. Yeah. I'll be haunting myself. Oh man, I should have been in a room with that person or this person. And then you said your wife, and I didn't say my wife. And then my oh yeah, you're you're completely screwed now. I I, uh, great, so much trouble. Wonderful. So listen, uh, I I like that. I thought that was fun. Uh, I think this is maybe something we'll pull out every once in a while when you guys are not suspecting it, so no one can coach you. Uh, And if you have any suggestions for this uh, this kind of scenario where you locked in a room and you only have blank, uh, tweet them to us with uh, I don't know. What, what hashtag should we use for that? T-K-O-N room? <laughs> I like that. T-K-O-N, T-K-O-N madness. Madness. We're eating up your 140 characters with a really long hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> Suck on that, fans. Um, anyway, so speaking of, of being trapped in a room, the opposite of that, being free as a bird and traveling around. Josh, with, with your, your, your current lifestyle, you get the ability to go ahead and, and meet a lot of people and you get to go a lot of cool places. And when we're talking about these events outside of our normal coverage map of where we live, uh, you, you get to go to San Diego and things like that all the time. Uh, I want to hear a little bit about your nerd life travels and what you've noticed uh, as a nerd, how technology has helped you in, in traveling and those kind of scenarios, those kind of thoughts or whatever you wanted to share about your, your traveling life. Well, I mean, obviously, tech tech helps everyone in in every situation at this point, but uh, for traveling, I've become incredibly app reliant, um, and not not to the point where I'm I'm not social. That's not what I mean. But I I Yelp everything, right? So wherever I'm at, I hit up Yelp. I find the place I want to go. I go there. Before I go to a city, I'm on the Thrillist app to find out where the locals go what the cool bars are, what the cool restaurants are that are maybe off the beaten path, cool stuff to do. Um, I'm on StubHub or I'm, I'm on Craigslist looking for maybe a ticket to a ball game, you know, while I'll be in town or whatever. But, I mean, I, I try to do a few things. Uh, I try to meet one or two new people every day. Um, and I don't mean in a professional setting. That's my job. I mean, you know, I after I'm done working – and I go to a restaurant or whatever, I sit at the bar 
Uh, obviously, I'm by myself. There are other people around, and I, I don't I don't force my way into conversation. But that stuff happens naturally, right? You, I was gonna say, knowing you, you're never out of a conversation. No, no, I, I yeah. So you talk to the bartender, you join a conversation. People end up talking. It's a lot of fun. Um, and I made a couple. You know, I made a few cool connections that way. People that. Um, you know, here's so the best traveling story I have is this: my second trip out to San Francisco with my company. Uh, we were staying at uh, at this hotel out near the airport uh, in San Francisco, and we were at the bar, me and and two of my friends from work, and we met up. We started a conversation with this woman uh, who was traveling the entire coast uh, with her son before he goes back to school for his senior year of of high school, and. Uh, she ended up being at the hotel for the entire week that we were there. So we hung out at the bar with this woman and her son, who was a minor, uh, every single night. He's just sitting there drinking water and talking <laughs> and, ta- and talking to us. And, uh, man, it was the best. Uh, and I'm, I'm Facebook friends with her. You know, we check in on each other every so often. It's 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 just it's a, it was a very cool experience. And since then, I'm constantly looking to it taught me that you have to branch out. You know, you can't just. Hang out with your work friends, and that's it. I mean, you you gotta you gotta be cognizant of the world around you and open to new experiences. And and um, so when I'm in a, a new place, I try to eat at a different place every night. Uh, I try to drink one different beer every night, and uh, I try to do something different every time I'm in that place. So how does technology? How does your smartphone, your your supercomputer in your hand? help you do that if i'm traveling to a place i've never been before what can i do to go ahead and and be a local and not be a tourist what to 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 repeat i mean the first thing i would do is download the thrillist app and sign up uh thrillist covers most of the major cities most of the major metros so you go to thrillist and you can find out where the locals eat where the locals drink places to avoid um or Uh. you know if maybe if you're a little bit more adventurous sort of the the bad decision bars to to go to <laughs> wait um, what really oh yeah man there's and there's a there's a thrillist article for the best bad decision bars in philly and pittsburgh i right. i'm, I'm right a little on. old for that at this point but you know for a lot of people and look for for those of you who are traveling and are single just get on tinder and go <laughs> that should i mean that should look some of the some of my friends uh please tinder responsibly okay some of, some of say. my some of my friends and you know we we work in a job where we're traveling a lot and some of my friends are doing quite well on tinder so i i would say i would say you know use your smartphone responsibly but you know if you're single go crazy uh for me it's really more thrillist yelp uh untapped is probably the social network that i'm I was going to say, if you want to see activity at its highest, I think Josh is one of the most active users on Untapped. I am not. My friend Craig, who I very much hope I can get to to contribute to our site, this dude has had, you know, a, a, a thousand different beers. Uh, I'm somewhere between 150 and 200 at this point. So eh, all right. he's been on it quite a lot longer, and he does quite a few more brewery tours than I do. Um, but it's a highlight of of what i do um when i get to go try a different beer go to look columbus ohio and pittsburgh have been two of my my favorite places to visit because they're so alive with young people the cities are up and coming there's a ton of breweries out there a lot of fun stuff to do pittsburgh is a blast as is columbus columbus is sort of way more well planned out and easier to drive around where pittsburgh is 
Pittsburgh. Just, the traffic <laughs> is just the worst thing ever. It's all it's awful. So I know that part of your routine uh, when you're on the road and driving is I know you got a what probably nine was about nine billion uh, fantasy sports podcasts that you're listening to. I, I have I have about eleven fantasy sport fantasy football podcasts. That I, I, I heard to. it's and over nine thousand. I heard it is over nine thousand. Actually, that's, it's that's too really damn high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the other thing that you do too is you you listen to, to beats music now uh if you listen to our wwdc episode first off bless you for that like <laughs> kudos for that podcast um and if you listen if you and if you haven't no judgment you're okay it was a special so sidebar just really quick because my dad did listen to it and he texted oh me. god where's the letter no, no no there's no letter he just texted me he's like you know what that that stuff's not really my cup of tea but I did learn Josh Burns likes the Beatles, so he's got got a point in my book. <laughs> nice. So I, I know that Beats Music is your driving force. Oh, God, that was a terrible pun. I didn't even mean that. Oh. Uh, the driving force behind your music. Uh, and Apple is, is changing that into the Apple Music. So my question is, from a technology standpoint, are you going to be changing music services to Apple? Or are you going to use somebody else? Are you going to start experimenting? No, what I mean, are you, what are you doing I, for I'm, music? I'm hoping that Apple will end... Beats music and just transition my account to Apple Music. I, I don't know how it's going to go, but, but I want to do the family share with with you all for Apple Music. Yeah, that's fine. I'll do the family share. Whatever, I'll sh- but I'll, I, share, I'll share anything. <laughs> please do yet. not sound that excited about it, Josh. Contain your excitement. I, I have, of doing that. I together. already have to do the family share because here's what happens. I get. I'll be driving somewhere and I'll throw in Beats Music and I'll get a text from Laura like I'm trying to work and I'm listening to music. Can you can you listen to a like a podcast. Oh, okay. Um, or no, I want to listen to the beastie boys right now. You listen to a <laughs> podcast. Um, so I will use Apple music, but I, I think it's just going to take over for beats music. Cause it's basically the exact same, uh, system with the same features right. cur- curated by the same people. So it's probably just going to transition that. And I'll tell you what, if, if, um, if you're interested at all, the, the playlist I've been, Kicking this around, there's three playlists I've been have I've had on repeat all week. But the one that that sort of uh, did it for me this week was a playlist curated by Susie Cole for Beats Alternative called "Shut Up and Dance." Um, all right, and it does have "Shut Up and Dance" by Walk the Moon on it. But That's it's a all damn of this, good song. It is a it is a great song, damn but it's good song. it's a ton of alternative music by bands that you know. Uh, probably some you don't, but all with this crazy, upbeat, good feel to it. Super chill playlist. Um, I'll put CJ. I'll send you the uh, the screen caps I have, so you can put them in the show notes, please. Um, but that's "Shut Up and Dance" uh, by Beats Alternative, uh, curated by Susie Cole for Beats Alternative. That's the playlist that I recommend this week. So what I want to do, and I want to help our, and we're not 100% done yet, but I want to make sure I can kind of give everyone a little bit of an idea here. In the show notes of our show, uh, and if you're new to the podcasting world like some of you are, when you load up our our episode, if you just tap our logo on the uh, Apple podcast application, it'll flip it around and give a little description of what the episode's about, but also have links to our website. But it's also going to have links to uh, like the applications Josh talked about. Uh, it's going to have things for like Yelp if you're not a Yelper. Um, or if it's going to have Thrillist, if you've never heard of Thrillist, like I haven't, so now it's on my phone. Thrillist is um, amazing. So that be, I'm sorry. Thrillist is amazing, and, and I, I was, uh, I've been using it 
for a little over a year, even before I, I started this job traveling. But since I've been traveling, if you're going to a major city, it's awesome. I mean, because it it eliminates all of the crap of there's a thousand restaurants. Which which three do I want to go to? And gives you a review. Pandorica. It gives you so here's the restaurant. Here's what you should order. Here's a secondary recommendation. And here's what time you should go because it gets nuts after 10. That's good. It's awesome. That's that's stuff we need. And when we go to Pittsburgh, I'm sure we'll be using that. Uh, So uh, basically, listen, I think we're – when it came to to what we talked about today, I think we're pretty excited about the Punisher casting. I think – Netflix has has some good stuff on its hands, and you know what? Netflix has sincere does wrong with original series, with maybe the exception of Orange is the New Black season two, uh, which just didn't live up to the expectation that it really came to. Because she was only in there for a little under a year. And whoa, whoa! Spoilers. No, no I have really? I have no intention of watching it. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was gold. <laughs> yeah. It should have ended after season one. There shouldn't have been a season two. That season two shouldn't exist. Well, it, never mind. I'm not going to start how season three wasn't supposed to exist, and here it is. But listen, Punisher, awesome. I got Shane from The Walking Dead, who's going to play a comic book character. I think it's pretty awesome. You mean Robert De Niro's son from Grudge Match? Yes, Robert De Niro's son from Grudge Match, who Good. was in The Walking Dead. He's no, no, I don't know what you're talking about. That's okay. <laughs> it's just really, you're not going to, if you are willing to give 30 Rock a season, you won't even give Walking Dead The first season of Walking Dead is like 12 episodes. Just nope. Just bunker down and watch. They have a tie-in to uh, Breaking Bad. I, I watched Zombieland, and that's about as far as I'll go. But you're just anti-zombie. I hate zombies. So. They don't make any sense. That's, I mean, that's a little, I mean, neither does Harry Potter when you really look at no, it. No, Harry Potter makes perfect sense. Uh, Zombies make no no, sense. No, no, no. There's some. There's some of the plot holes in the in the in the Harry Potters. I I haven't. I haven't found a single. I will hook you up to Jenny. She'll explain them to you, or we'll do an episode about it. But there's some of the plot holes. I mean, I'll just tell you one right now. The the time turner thing. Why why don't we just go back there and seriously just not let Voldemort ever exist or anything. Like why because of your stupid rules. (laughs) Now hold on. I would say some of that is some some time event stuff that you can't change. Yeah, okay. The thing, uh, fine. There, there are things. It's the same thing I said this about Ra's al Ghul. This isn't about comic books, Brian, where we can just reset universes. <laughs> this is this is Harry Potter, sir. You see what I did there? You see what I did there? I see what you did there. I can't. I brought it back to the topics. Uh, so listen, Brian. I think are you gonna are you working on a series to help us with the weekly list of things? Uh, that are yeah, out I'm actually going and, to. I'm going to drop the first uh, article this week of the uh, comic books that came out on Wednesday. And what I'm reading, and I'd love to hear some feedback and uh, see what everybody else is uh, interested in and reading. If, even if you're just like, hey, this seemed cool. Can you check it out? Let me know how it is. I'll read it. I have no problem doing that. He's also so, dropping a mixtape the, the week after. <laughs> yes. Don't pass me the aux cord. <laughs> that's, the, that's what it's titled? Don't pass me the aux cord? That's good. <laughs> oh yes, God. that's the title. <laughs> and that's perfect. Uh, now, uh, Brian, we usually drop our articles on thatkindofnerd.com on Mondays. Are we expecting to see a weekly pull list on Monday, or does it come during a different day? Um, I, I'm going to start because uh, New Comic Book Day is Wednesday, so it's either going to drop gotcha. Wednesday night or Thursday morning, depending on how fast I read. So keep your eyes peeled to our Twitter feed, our Facebook page, or our website directly if you're an RSS person. Look at you using RSS, you smart, wily nerd. 
uh we're we're streaming i think we're all does anyone have anything that we have that we're encouraging each other to watch is there anything that needs to go onto our list yeah everyone, besides josh every, needs to watch freaking chuck for the love josh of god i'll tell you what chuck. i will watch i will oh, watch, is it, are we doing this again Here we go. i'll make a deal one season of chuck if you both watch deadwood in its entirety oh i'm good with that oh wow we're gonna go we're gonna go back to this all yeah, right i'm okay cool. with that deadwood it is i've always you heard it deadwood. here folks you guys let me know here. when you start Deadwood, and I will start Chuck that day. I get All to right. learn that that cowboys used to curse. Challenge oh, accepted. in the most eloquent way possible, too. <laughs> uh, I'll be trying to keep up with some events that are happening uh, around uh, the not only the area, but around the country. Things that maybe uh, if you're traveling, you can go ahead and visit. Um, this can be in the time span of about 90 days so you can get things planned and things put together. And if you have any suggestions uh, for those, please make sure that you, you give them to us. When CJ sure when CJ weighs in on what's coming up, um, I will do my best to coordinate with him and where I have some expertise, weigh in on places to stay, places to eat, places to drink, places to avoid, um, and just just to help your travel a little bit. And and we'll make sure it ties into your current technology, so that way you can just grab your phone and, and have a whole travel guide. So oh, indeed. Maybe even through our website. Who knows? You know what? I think we should go into the travel the travel agency thing, the TKON travel. I think that'd be great. Just branch Sweet. out, really diversify ourselves. Why not? Let's get a whole portfolio built. <laughs> Absolutely, right? Exactly. So when we go IPO, people are like, oh yeah, they're not only just a nerd site, but they're a travel website. You're as getting well. way ahead of yourself. Take brother. that price line. <laughs> Take that price. You line. think we can get uh? Uh, Kelly Cuoco to do the commercials. Yes, absolutely. Because our fans are just—is that Priceline or is that some other? That's price no, line. no, it's Priceline. Anything I, that allows me to meet Kelly Cuoco would be super. So if we can make that happen, I heard that if you get this little thing called a restraining order, she has to meet with you at least twice a month, <laughs> like twice a year. Twice a year. Just yeah, just at least to say uh, yes. Please keep Josh Burns away from me. Um, which, by the way, if you are part of that list, it's uh, banjoshfrommyhouse.com. Uh, you can always put your address in there, and uh, he will be refused to show up, and he can only enter if, if welcomed, like a vampire. Like a vampire, yeah. Exactly. He needs to be like invited in. <laughs> he has to be doing that. <laughs> if you have ideas for your favorite things or, or uh, that kind of nerd room or that kind of nerd madness, I don't know. I'll figure out a hashtag by the time I publish this. I'm going with TKON room, though. That's my idea. Uh, give us your suggestions, uh, and then I'll spring it upon these two, unbeknownst to them, uh, and watch their reactions and watch Josh squirm when he's asked to list his favorite something. Uh, and Josh will keep us up on his travels. Gentlemen, do you have anything else you need to tell our fine friends, our fine nerds that are listening? No, thanks for listening. Talk to you next week. Well, hold on real, real quick. I, I do want to say this, uh, and I, I want to do this before the outro. Uh, I really want to thank you guys, Brian and Josh, and um, for, for doing this show with me. Uh, doing a podcast has been a huge dream of mine, uh, and I didn't think we would get past episode three. Then five came along, and now we have ten, and we got to episode ten, uh, which has been a huge milestone. So I want to thank you guys for coming every week and taking an hour out of your lives and doing the show with me. Uh, I, it means the world to me to do it this way. Uh, I, I've got to thank our fans as well for you, people are actually listening to us. You're we're, we're part of someone's morning drive, part of someone's walk around the neighborhood, uh, and it means so much that you're willing to just put our put our voices in your head and listen to us. It's been so, an absolute. I mean, just, it's been an absolute pre- pleasure. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and thank you, uh, thank you, CJ, for approaching me two years ago and said, "Hey, we should start a website." <laughs> 
Um, cause it, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of work, but it's been fantastic. So thanks, uh, at 10 episodes and, and to many more, I hope. So there's, there's two things that I need your help with fans. All right. So this is a call to that kind of nerd fans. Uh, I've explained to you the show notes now. So if, if you're on the podcast app on your iPhone, iPad or iDevice, uh, you tap our album art for this episode, you'll see the car turn around and it'll have some links. I'm going to include a link to a survey about our show uh, and it'll leave some room for you guys to tell us what you like, what you don't like, and maybe give us some feedback about what you think we could do to make it better. Uh, we always appreciate any reviews that we can get on iTunes so that way we can just see how you're doing. And listen, you can be honest. Right now we have five-star reviews, but if you think we don't deserve five stars – don't give it to us. Give us what you think we need, and we'll damn sure take your feedback to heart, and we'll try to implement it. Uh, and then uh, let's interact with some of these hashtags that we talked about for this week and see you know, what comes up, what recurs. Um, we're going to tweak, and we're going to augment our show to be what you guys want it to be. So feedback that you guys provide is absolutely critical, absolutely important. So I can't thank you enough. Uh, for listening to our show. Gentlemen, thank you again for your time, and uh, thanks for listening. Whoa, whoa, spoilers! No, I have, I have no intention of watching it. Go ahead. <laughs>